0: Welcome to the podcast of the Spiritual Coaching Dashboard. We are training coaches and coaching leaders because we know that only healthy hearts can know God deeply and follow Him fully. Because we care and we want you to reach your full potential, we coach you to choose life-giving reactions to the warning lights that show up on the dashboard of your life.
1: episode of the Spiritual Coaching Dashboard, we are going to begin to unpack the prickly subject of forgiveness. Have you ever wondered why you struggle getting closer to God? Why it seems so hard to know what He wants you to do? Why does everything you do, all the advice and, and counsel you follow, all the spiritual practices you've tried and retried and tried again and engaged with even more determination and left behind yet again, why it all leaves you just about where you were when you started? Maybe you have woken to the fact that your relationships in general are are not that great. You constantly sabotage your friendships and loves in ways you do not even understand. You are incurably inattentive, neurotically overprotective, emotionally flatlined, wildly explosive, repeatedly unfaithful, or relationally smothering. Whatever, Wherever you lie in there, your relationships do not seem to go well for you. And worse yet, some of you who are listening, well, you kind of like it that way. I suggest that maybe part of the answer to your vertical distance from God and horizontal distance from others is connected to unforgiveness. It is something that ties you to the past, manhandles your present, and is ruining your future. It drives you forward but never lets you escape your history and the memories that drive you all the harder. Unfortunately, it's difficult to escape and grow up when the things you need to leave behind, those are anchored to you like a ball and chain that clanks behind you with every step you take, impeding even the simplest of adventures. You need to be free. Well, forgiveness will not always will not answer all your questions or necessarily make it easier to forgive. Forgiveness is relatively simple but not easy. No explanation can make forgiveness Forgiving someone who hurts you inexpensive. The rest of your life and the lives of those closest to you will be either be cursed or blessed by what you decide to do. Listen well. Think through what is said. Talk to God about the parts you do not like or understand. And tell him he has permission to open your heart and mind to show you the truth. Because the truth, which is Jesus, will set you free. <coughs> now, I, uh, I tell people and contend that forgiveness is secondary. When it comes to forgiveness, at least in the beginning stages, I tell people that my primary dream for them is not that they will forgive those they need to forgive. Now, hang on while I explain that. Forgiveness is not a goal unto itself. I do wish that their hearts become free from bitterness, hatred, and vengeance, obviously. But my primary hope is that doing so will remove the massive restrictions that the walls of unforgiveness have created between them and God. After that, what it does for their relationships with others and the knee-jerk defensiveness that, opens wounds, uh, that open wounds gen- are going to generate. So, primary is a relationship with God. Secondary is a relationship with others. Forgiveness is not the primary goal. restore relationship with God is. Forgiveness is the path, the means to an end, but God is the primary destination. Take down the barriers between you and God and you will be stunned by what he will show and how he will improve your horizontal relationships as well and how he will rescue your vertical relationship with him. Wherever there is unforgiveness, there are open wounds that still cause you so much pain that they distract, distress, downgrade, and destroy all your current relationships. Whether knowingly or involuntarily and unintentionally, those old wounds that you keep fresh cannot help you, cannot help but bring fear, reluctance, pain, and reduction into your present life. Forgiveness and its associates, anger, bitterness, hatred, competitiveness, criticism, unkindness, along with hiding and self-imposed seclusion and relational self-sabotage, and all the others that could be listed, they escape and leak into every aspect of life, including every relationship. Even the ones who have done us no harm and do not deserve our unforgiveness and its associates will be touched. Those undeserving relationships are often where it seeps the quickest and easiest. Why? Well, because in those life-giving relationships, we feel safe, so our walls begin to fall. But when they do, the junk that's pent up behind them is free to extricate itself, and it just comes tumbling out. Obviously, unforgiveness and its cronies, they're not your friends. So we're going to talk about today, we'll begin to talk about what forgiveness isn't. And you see, what I have found is that before we can have a healthy discussion about forgiveness, we need to dispel some myths. Some myths about what forgiveness is and is not. Realize first that before we jump into dispelling those lies about forgiveness, we need to count the cost. No fine print here. Forgiveness is free to our offender but it costs us sometimes a great deal the price tag for an expanding relationship with god is forgiveness depending on the offense that may seem like a steep price to have to pay but the cost is holding on to unforgiveness the the cost of holding on to unforgiveness yeah, is much greater even if not conscious of it your emotional resources are being drained bled off as long as undercover unforgiveness persists That leaves you precious little emotional reserves for those who want and deserve all your heart. The only way to remove this divine relationship killer and human love destroyer, the whole sordid unforgiveness thing, is to step up, pay whatever the price, and get it over with. There's not a lack of sympathy here. It is genuine love from me to you. I want you well, whole, and completely able to know God deeply and follow Him fully. But you must let go in order to be able to move closer to Him.
0: Let's take a short break to give your brain a chance to rest. Did you know that this podcast is not the only resource that we have available to help you with your own relationship with God and your spiritual coaching efforts? TwoRivers.Church backslash Coaching. don't forget the hyphen, has dozens of tools and book links to help you in your life with God and your ministry to others. You can even sign up there to get spiritual coaching for yourself with Pastor Carrie, either in person or virtually. It's a work in progress and we'll be getting a facelift soon, but it's chock full of practical content to read, watch, and listen to. Wherever you choose to interact with Pastor Kerry online, please remember to rate, like, follow, and share so that other leaders and coaches can find this helpful content. If you would like to connect with Pastor Kerry, you can go to tworivers.church backslash life coaching, email him at kerry at tworivers.church, or text him on Twitter or Facebook by going to sc dashboard. All right, let's finish today's episode of the podcast
1: are going to talk about what forgiveness is not. And in, in, in my experience, giving people a list of things that they do not have to that do not have to do that don't have to be done in order to forgive, that's often more free than getting a handle on what it is. In the culture and even in our church, there are some pretty weird ideas of what it means to forgive. So weird that they make forgiveness into something no one can or will want to do. And some of the ideas are so silly, they don't even make sense. Or worse, they take the biblical Bible out of context, twist something they find into something other than what was said in the context, and create something that could easily be emotionally and physically dangerous. In this podcast, in the next, we're going to take much of the funk out of the concept, so we're left with something solidly taught in the Bible without unhelpful and untrue trappings. For example, unless you feel like forgiving, you can't really forgive. Or, or even if you are a good Christ follower, you will want to forgive others. You know what? Let's just dive in right there. Forgiveness is not a feeling. All right, Those things I just said are often things that people say, but they are untrue. And we need to understand that forgiveness is not a feeling. You will not feel like forgiving until after you have. And I'm very sorry for that. I, I wish it was the other way around. I wish it was not this way. But, but, but think about it. How can our heart change towards someone while it remains bitter and resentful and vengeful? Forgiveness is the only way to soften our heart, so any gracious and kind emotion will not be present until after we forgive. It is unreasonable to expect that we will want to forgive, save for one thing, realizing the consequences of unforgiveness that, that may provide us to want to, a great deal of cost is extending forgiveness when you do not want to, when they have not asked for it, when they may not even know or care that they have hurt you, and when you feel they do not deserve it. Anyone can forgive when they have received an apology, but it is harder when they refuse to see and will not say they are sorry. We will never get an apology for most of the things we deserve an apology for. Then what? If you wait until you feel like it, or till you want to, or until they admit they're wrong, you'll probably never do it. I know I wouldn't have. In fact, a strong resistance to showing kindness to someone will serve to indicate that you need to forgive. Not wanting to forgive is a very helpful indicator that tells us we need to do it. We do not heal so we can forgive. We forgive so we can heal. All right, we don't heal so we can forgive. We forgive so we can heal. There's an order there. So forgiveness is not feeling, but forgiveness is not denial. It's not pretending it did not happen, refusing to think about it, telling yourself you asked for it or deserved it, or pretending it did not hurt. Forgiveness is not stuffing or covering emotions. It's not anything that looks like pretending, faking, or lying to yourself about what happened and how it felt. It is not refusing to think about it. Nope, didn't happen. Or telling yourself you deserved it. Again, a commitment to denying something happened in your past or refusal to talk or or think about something or someone particular, it's a pretty good indicator that something hurtful did happen and that forgiveness is needed. Unexpressed emotions never go away. Okay? Unexpressed emotions never go away. They lie in wait, often unknown to you, and will fly up when you least expect or want them to. They will eventually find a way to surface. Lying to yourself about their existence only makes matters worse. Stuffing the emotions connected to offense and and wounds is incredibly destructive to your soul. Pretend all you want. con yourself till you do not know anymore what the truth is. And do everything in your power to deny or excuse the event or the pain. Your heart knows the truth. And the unacknowledged emotions, they are still down there, left to quietly eat away at your very soul. Refusing to find the source of those emotions... That have you by the throat, seemingly non-existent one moment, and impossible to ignore the next, gives them unrestricted permission to your heart. Pretending they do not exist, leaves them free to roam, free to work against us. You may manage them for a while, but manage is all you can hope for. They're not going anyway, until you honestly face them. Alright, also, forgiveness is not approval. It was not Okay. What is there to, if, if it was okay, what is there to forgive? I, I cannot tell you how many times I have heard, Oh, it's alright. I understand why they did it, so it didn't bother me. I just let it roll off my back and went on as if nothing happened. There that denial is again. Something did happen. Think about it. If there is something to roll off, then something happened. You may understand why they did or did not say or do what they did or, or did not do, but that does not mean the hurt you felt should be dismissed or permitted or sanctioned for any reason. You know my kids could do a word-perfect monologue on this one. I must have said it a hundred times if I said it once. They, they know not to say it's okay, when they've been apologized to. They know to say I forgive you. If they use if they if they if they lost their pretty little heads and forgot to acknowledge uh, the the apology, they would get a sermon that sounded something like this. Really, it's okay. Your brother just clocked you with that toy. Your your sister pulled your hair, and it's okay. Well, if it's okay, they can come right on over here and do it again. Because you're okay with it. If it's okay, what is there to forgive? But you were hurt, so clearly there is something to forgive. Then without my prodding further, sometimes they'll break into the middle of that and finish it for me. They turn back to their sibling and tell them they forgive them. It may sound picky to you, but I assure you that it is not. You think you're being kind and merciful by telling them it was okay. But you are not doing either of you an act of kindness. You do not have to be unkind to face the truth, even if it was an unintentional offense. If you are hurt, you are hurt. There is no sense in acting like you are not. Acting like you are not doesn't make it go away. You were not okay with it and did not approve of it. Deal with it and move on, but do not pretend you were okay with it when you weren't. Admit the hurt. Reject false guilt. Let go of resentment. And then deal with your own response to the offense. Pretending you approve does not erase the fact that indeed that you indeed did not approve in the moment of offense. Lying by saying it's okay is um a lie. <laughs> the truth is necessary for healing and wellness. Four number four. Uh, this is the last one for this podcast today. Forgiveness is not forgetting. This is an impossible, unreasonable, and ridiculous request. Emotional and relational wounds are impossible to mentally forget. It is impossible to have them physically wiped from your memory so that we no longer recall the event. The idea that when I forgive, if I'm genuine, I will forget the pain and offense, is both magical thinking and irrational thinking. Sometimes in extreme trauma, the brain involuntarily blocks us off from certain memories we we cannot access them because of the the way our brain functions, especially when we are young but 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 that is not forgetting that is suppression. If something was so powerfully negative, the brain decides on its own to submerge the memory an apology is obviously required in there somewhere. Nothing was forgotten, just locked away until another time when we are more able to deal with it It's unwise and irrational to think. Anyone can or should act like they have forgotten when they have not. In order to literally forget, a lot of time will have to pass. That being said, you do not have to forget in order to forgive. But remembering does not have to destroy us. You may never forget, however cloudy the memory may become, with time. But forgiveness is freedom from the control that remembering exerts. I think the idea is that, well, if we forget, then we don't have to deal with it anymore. But you don't forget. Freedom that forgiveness brings is, is freedom from the control that when you remember, you have some awful response to it or some deep pain or whatever. Um, forgiveness is freedom from the control that remembering exerts. Forgiveness turns gaping, oozing open wounds into scars. The scar remains. Well, we may limp. The limp may persist, but that is a far cry from an infected, putrid wound. Forgiveness is healing for wounds, not plastic surgery for scars. Forgiveness is is intentionally choosing to remember that you are forgiven. Thinking one should forget has often led people to put themselves back in avoidably dangerous situations that God never asked them to re-enter. Here again, the cost is multiplied. Forgiveness is releasing someone even though you do remember and choosing to do it again and again every time that tender scar is bumped by them or someone else. Next time... On the Spiritual Coaching Dashboard, we'll talk through eight more things that forgiveness is not.
0: That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. If you heard something that got your attention, whether it be for your own relationship with God or for coaching others, don't waste the divine nudge. Be sure to take the time to think through how to work the truth into your life and practice. If you do spiritual coaching, either formally or informally, remember that it is hard to lead where you have never been yourself. We pray that God uses the spiritual coaching dashboard to inform and transform your life before it reaches another. If you are in the upstate New York area, specifically Binghamton, or are visiting or just passing through, look Pastor Carrie and myself up. We'd love to have a cup of coffee with you and chat about our dynamic relationship with God or about how to do spiritual coaching in your context. Again, thank you for listening and we'll see you next time on the podcast of the Spiritual Coaching Dashboard.